This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Hey, hey, so happy that you're coming back with me and listening to episode number six of the Ops Authority podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about KPIs, so key performance indicators. I hope you've been following along and you've listened to at least episode four and five before this, because this episode will piggyback off of the content off of those. So if you haven't, go ahead and stop this and go back to four and five, but don't forget to come to six. KPIs are one of those ominous words and ominous acronyms that are out there that make you feel like, ah, I'll get to that later. It's not super important right now, but I wanna demystify the difficulty in setting up KPIs for your business because they really, truly will help you grow and scale your business much faster. So I want you to start that sooner than later. So today in episode six, we're gonna be talking about how to identify the key performance indicators for your business. But before we do that, I have to start off by telling you what a key performance indicator is. I'm gonna refer to them as KPIs throughout this episode. So a KPI is really a measured value. These are a way of measuring how effective your organization or business is doing with achieving its goals. That's probably the most simplistic definition that you will need. What are the metrics that are going to measure how effective your business is doing with achieving its goals? Another great thing about KPIs, and one of the reasons that I love and value them so, so much for setting up a really strong foundation in your business, is that they provide you, the business owner, and maybe your leadership, if you're in a nonprofit, maybe the board of directors, but they provide you and your team feedback on exactly how you're doing. They also allow you to cast a vision and be able to measure, are you attaining what it is that you set out to do? So by now in our relationship together, if you've been going through the podcast with me, you're learning exactly how I set up businesses, how I want you to set the foundation of your business, whether you're in the first days, the first months, the first years of your business, whether you're the first thousand or first million of your business. If you haven't done this work, this is the time. Go ahead take the time to learn how to do this. I'm gonna walk you through five steps on how to establish your KPIs. First of all, number one, you're gonna start with your vision. So what is the vision that you have for your business? Where do you want your business to be? Just a little bit of information on the vision of your company. I encourage all small business to have a vision for six to 12 months and another one or an extended version of that for up to three years. A vision for a small business should not really extend beyond three, maybe five years. Honestly, a large corporation can set out a vision for 10 years. We used to always have a seven to 10 year planning horizon. That was a business that was in the Fortune 150 area, also had almost 40,000 employees. 
So that is why I'm telling you, as a small business, you probably have less than five employees, so your vision is going to be different. Influences like economy, your own personal life, the industry, a disruptor, technology, so many things can really affect the path for us to get to our vision. So keep it big. I still want it to be very big. What does success look like for you in the next 12 to 36 months? What are you going to set out to do? And that's really your beacon. Number one is start with your company's vision. Make sure that you've got that articulated, put out there on paper. It doesn't have to be on your website. If you refer back to episode number four, when we're talking about mission, vision, and values, you will hear that again. But for number one today, for establishing those KPIs, your indicator, the metric that we're going to be setting up today is going to all be derived from that vision. Number two, what is the goal this year that you're going to focus on to get you closer to that. Remember in episode five, when we talked all about strategic objectives, we listed out seven. Every single one of them is so important. But through that exercise, when Andrea and I were helping you to rank those, that's what we're gonna come back to. Remember, we started with your vision. We took that vision and we started looking at your strategic objectives. Number three is to rank those objectives. So if you've been following along with me in the podcast, you've already done that. Now, with those, let's just say you've got seven, but let's just say we're gonna take the top four because those are the ones that have the most meaning and value to you today. By ranking those, you have said, this is where I'm going to spend my time, my effort, my money, my team's effort, in growing this business. So I'm just gonna round it up to the top four. You may be able to go to you know five or six, but for most small businesses, I would say the top four are gonna be a great starting place. But for each of those objectives, I want you for step number four to create a metric for each of those objectives. So I'm going to pick on visibility because it's always one that's so easy to pick on because we want to make sure more eyes are seeing us. So if that was, let's say, number two in our strategic objective ranking, then I'm going to want to create a metric for that. So if the vision for my company is to certify 500 director of operations globally, by 2025, what am I doing from a visibility perspective to make sure that I'm on track? What am I doing to measure how well we are reaching my goal? And then you're going to also want to make sure it's connected to that objective. If it stands alone, it's not true. So if you can't tie it to a strategic objective, then it's probably something that's ancillary. It's probably a data point that's not super important, but it may it may be kind of what we would call like a shiny object from a marketing perspective. That may be exactly what's happening for that KPI. So every single metric that's important to you needs to tie back. Let me give you an example of a metric that may just not have the value that you feel it has today. As you guys know, I just started this brand new podcast as a way to get you guys to be engaged listeners and to follow and understand and really interpret operations as a whole. I've invited you to join the Ops Insiders, which is a Facebook community. Well, in doing so, if I wanted to measure 
something that really isn't tied to a goal, I would say that I wanted 200 people in that group in the first 30 days. So that's a metric. But does it really tie back to the vision, which I've already shared with you, which is to certify 500 director of operations by 2025? No, it's one of those things that stands alone. It's not important to my vision. It's important to today, and it may be important to visibility, but it's not going to be something that I can really tie back to my vision as well as that objective. Now, one thing that I have been working on is from a visibility perspective to pull together a KPI that really, really shows me that really validates what I'm doing as a business owner to help me attain that vision is to make sure that I am driving traffic to my website. So I know the numbers behind how many views I'm getting and how long people are staying on my website. So that is way more important to me than how many people are coming into my Ops Insiders Facebook group. If I think back to my vision of by 2025, I want to have 500 director of operations that are certified globally, then I need to get you guys looking at my website. There are many reasons for this. I own that website, whereas Facebook can take all this content, and I'm sure you guys are following me there, but I don't own that. I don't own the platform of Facebook. So measuring how many people come into that group, it made me feel good. It may be one of those anecdotal things that makes me feel good, but honestly, long-term, I really care about how many people are going either to my email list or how many people are going and visiting my website. The risk you run by measuring something that doesn't tie to a goal or vision is that it could pull you away. It could really deter you. If I got super hyper-focused in pushing everybody and making sure that that Ops Insiders Facebook group was full of people, I may put all of my effort and energy, resources, team, time, money, all into that when when I'm really looking at the goals here, which are to have those 500 certified director of operations, if it's not pushing me there, then I really have to be careful. And truly, you just don't want to measure something that's going to pull you away from that vision that you have. So make sure you follow this process of understanding step number one, understanding your vision. Number two, what are your strategic objectives? Number three is rank them. And number four, creating that valuable metric that ties back to the vision. Also know that not every objective has to have a key performance indicator. So we all have the same seven objectives. We're going to rank them differently. But the ones at the very bottom are probably not all that imperative to your vision. So only worry about the ones that really tie to where you are going. I also have another statement for you, and this is something that really I want you to think about. Every KPI is a metric but not every metric is a KPI. I deal with this a lot because people are often wanting to put and to to look at their KPIs over time. You're gonna want to understand and measure and pull the data for these over time in a set time period, but the really important part is you may look and pull a bunch of metrics every month, but not every single one of them is going 
to be worthy of being called a KPI. And in the very beginning, you may have a lot more metrics than you need, and it may take some time to refine them to get down to a solid list of KPIs. Another question I get is, how many KPIs should I really have? And I can't totally answer that for your business. It depends how diversified you are. But I'm going to say for the majority of people that are listening today, you're going to want three to five key performance indicators. So keep that in mind. You may be pulling metrics for 30 different areas and things and, and places in your business, but you're only go- you're going to want to narrow those down into really three to five solid key performance indicators. Marketing is one of those things that we track a lot of data. We want to see what conversions look like. We want to see our ad costs, our return on ad spend. All I mean, there are just so many metrics in the marketing space, which are all very important. But the most important key performance indicator for marketing may be conversions. It may be your cost per lead. It may be your website traffic. Who knows? Everyone's going to have something a little bit different depending on where you're going. The fifth and final step with your key performance indicator is to ask yourself these questions. These are going to help you to write a solid KPI. If we were to succeed with blank, what would your outcome be? So again, getting back to the example I gave earlier with visibility, if I was going to be successful with getting the word out about the Director of Operations certification, what would the outcome be? Well, I said, my vision is to have 500 certified. So what would success look like? How many people do I need to get to my website to ensure that I've got enough visibility to get the transactions and conversions that I need to reach that number? Another thing is, how am I going to measure this? The example I just gave is is a solid one. And for the example that I gave, it's going to be measured by the number of conversions because that is truly how I know if I'm being if I am successful with getting closer and closer to the 500. Who's responsible for it? In your organization, depending on how many people you have on your team, it may just be you. But you're going to want to know who's responsible for that. If you've hired someone for marketing, then you're going to want to make sure that that person that you bring on understands how you're measuring success. So it's not just the small metrics that they may be reporting to you. It's going to be, what are they doing? You want them to think and be as proactive in your business as you are. So you're going to want to let them know, what does success look like? If I hire someone to do my marketing, which I do have, but I want them to know how many website views do I need a month? Because that's going to change the way that they market. That's going to help us to come up with a strategy and tactics and projects to make sure that we are all in alignment. Another piece to KPIs is how often do you need to pull this information? How often do you need to get the data and how often do you need to review it? So everything looks a little bit different. Revenue may be something that you want to look at every single day. If it's a return on ad spend, it may be something that you look at every single week. If it's a sales rate, you may want to look at this once a month. When we start talking about people and talent, the employee turnover may be something that we want to look at on a quarterly basis. So they really are going to change over and over and over. I'm going to give you a few KPI examples for the different strategic objectives that we talked about in episode number five. 
So for financial steadiness, some KPIs may be around revenue or profit, maybe your operating expenses, and they could also be around maybe customer lifetime value. So how much a customer spends with you over the life of their relationship with you. For visibility, we already talked about some of these, but conversion percentage, the cost per lead, cost per acquisition, the visits to your site, what that value looks like, your visits per channel, that is one that I'm not seeing being as important as it used to be. I'm seeing a lot more weight being given to your email list and your website. Again, because we can control and we truly own those assets versus being borrowed or rented on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, LinkedIn, all the other places that are out there. Some other KPI examples that fall under that product creation could be your sales rate or your average order value. If you're a product-based business, you're wanting to look at what that average order value is. It helps you to understand what you need to be creating, what that journey looks like, what the next offer is. Do you need to have a bump offer? Do you want to offer an upsell or a downsell? Because ultimately, we want our clients or our customers to spend more over time. The area that's so near and dear to me is in the operational space. And so some of the things that I look at from a KPI perspective are return on investments. So I usually want to slow people down, slow my clients down, slow you down before you invest in something. I really want you to take the time to understand what the investment is going to bring to you. Are you going to make your money back plus some? So I'm always looking at that when we're putting in processes and systems, whether that's a tool or an actual workflow. If I'm growing a team, I may want to look at what my task completion rate is. How quickly do people get things done on my team? How on time are we with our projects? Maybe I possibly, this isn't one that I would put out there too often, but what are the missed milestones? And now that I say this out loud, missed milestones, which is I said that by this date, we're going to have this completed. If we miss that, that's called a missed milestone that may be more of a metric than a true key performance indicator. If you're bringing in folks to your team and you're scaling with human capital, you may want to look at return on effort or employee turnover, employee retention, those types of things. With customer service, you could be looking at a net promoter score. We have got really cool, simple tools, pretty cost-effective tools to really look at what your net promoter score is. Really, to boil that down, it's How do your customers rate the experience with you? That's a net promoter score. And I know that Typeform, I use Typeform myself, and they have exceptional tools for being able to send your customers a really quick survey, two questions. They even in their help, I just saw the other day or a couple months ago, that they have the questions labeled in their help for you. So all you have to do is copy and put them in there. So if you're interested in knowing that data, it is so important. It really helps you understand what the experience looks like from the outside looking in. Also, when it comes to customer experience, we can look at retention rates and then also just a customer rating. So those are just a few examples. I didn't want to bail on this episode without giving you some real practical examples that tie you back to those strategic objectives. Alrighty, you're going to see that in the past six episodes, the very first six episodes of the Ops Authority podcast, I've been talking to you guys to emphasize, to help you set up the business foundations that you need for your business. If you think of it like a house, you can't build and grow that home until you have a solid foundation set. 
So I don't take steps one or episode one through episode six lightly at all. I encourage you to dive in there, do the work, and let me know how it goes. These are the steps that are going to be required to move forward to scale your business. Thanks so much for hanging out with me, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.